Welcome back, my podcast friends. Super Jack today in an unbelievable mood. I just had an awesome podcast with a, with a phenomenal guest, Bianca Collier. She is a expert, master, yoga, Reiki, astrology, uh, tarot reader, just full-on in tune with the world human being. And it was absolutely incredible to meet her. Met her for the first time today. Asked her to come on. And originally I thought this was going to be a podcast for Combine Performance. Talking about the business side of things. How she got into it. How she transferred. And taking on her own business. And immediately when I met her. I knew that this fits real raw and flawed too. She was so open and honest and and vulnerable. And sharing right away. And I'm going to post this for the first time. I'm going to post a podcast on both platforms, Combine Performance and Real Raw and Flawed. So look for it for both places. But unbelievable conversation, session, some really emotional moments came up for for her and for me. Uh, Some things that meant something to her that were in the room that, that you'd think by coincidence, but it's just deeper than that. This this was a super special one. Um, cool, cool, cool stories about how she got where she is right now, where she came from, her dad's influence on that to this current day, uh, her 200 hours of certification in yoga in, in Bali, Indonesia. Just really amazing young woman. Super pumped to see what she's going to do in the future here and uh, grateful to have her on the show and for her to trust me to uh, come on the podcast for her first time. So I'm pumped for you guys to listen to this. I'm in a I'm in a mood today. Like after she left, this felt like a session for me, something that I needed maybe even more. Um, I usually like to do these podcasts to facilitate, and this was just the opposite. This was something I needed, and, and I'm feeling the effects of it still hours later, and just hard to explain and put in words. So tune in, listen. Check this out. I'm going to post a little video as well that I capture. I wish I would have filmed the whole thing because it was epic. Tune in. All right, welcome back, podcasters. we got a special podcast today. We're doing a dual podcast launch so we're going to be doing this for combine performance and personal podcast real raw and flawed <laughs> so we have a guest here today who i just met for the first time right now mm. right and bianca collier is here hi hi everyone happy to be here so i found bianca on social media um but because i just met you today i want you to explain who you are what you do current perfect Currently, I am a Reiki practitioner, Reiki master teacher, a certified yoga instructor, tarot reader, empath, and human being. That's Those are my it. titles. I love it. So I mentioned to you before briefly that I kind of, this happens a lot. A lot of my recent guests in the past year have been first time meeting hmm. and I feel like I have a little bit of uh, empath in me. My sister's full on. Mm-hmm. And I get a lot of energy from <clears throat> visuals, sight, talking to somebody, mm-hmm. in the presence, all this stuff. But I can do it through 
never meeting you too. I feel like I can feel a little bit of good, bad vibe. Totally. It's going to be good around. So that's why I reached out to you. <laughs> and your response was kind of like, wow, what perfect timing. Yeah, totally. Right? So let's talk about, let's start with that perfect timing. What does that mean to you right now? So I just moved here from Kansas City, Missouri in August, not knowing anyone Deciding to commit fully to my craft, which is Reiki, tarot, and yoga, and whatever else comes my way. Um, Yeah, I moved out here, and it's been a rough transition. Um, Still trying to find myself, find my people, find my tribe. I lost my dad seven years ago, and that's kind of what sent me into a spiritual catalyst of growth. Um, About two years ago, I started communicating with him in the astral realms, and... He is actually the one who suggested I move to Arizona. And so whenever he first told me that, I said, I don't know anyone in Arizona. Why Arizona? Why now? And, you know, after a little bit of time, he still kept coming to me in my dreams. And I was like, all right, we're just going to do it. (laughs) So I moved here in August. Um, And so, yeah, now's the perfect time because I am committing to my craft and I'm excited to put myself out there for what I do. It's not a bad it's not a bad suggestion by your father by the way. <laughs> yeah. It's a very nice place to you live. You know, Arizona's been treating me really well. Yeah, yeah. It's a very nice place to live. So thank you, Dad, for that. Yeah, thanks, Daddy. So let's go back I wanna go back way back now. So I wanna go back further. Little girl, Bianca. Mm-hmm. When did you know about any of this in your future? When did you feel <sighs> any of this? You know, it's funny that you say that because the more I dive deep into my spirituality, the more I realize that it was more present in my life on a day-to-day basis than I realized. Um, Like going backwards and looking? Yeah, it's like going back. I realized, especially after my dad passed and I was looking through all of his um, belongings, um, going through his artifacts, and I realized that my dad was into magic. He was an alchemist. I found a ton of books on alchemy. Um, he always did magic tricks for us as, as children, and um, my mom had an altar in our house, and um, my grandma, I saw all the books. My grandma gets me a book almost every year for Christmas, yeah. and my grandma always has gotten me books on crystals and magic, <clears throat> and I was like, wow, I must have been talking about <laughs> this for, like, ever. <laughs> it was just normal to you, though. Yeah, normal, normal to me, completely normal. That was then, your life. Yeah, and as far as, like, I mean, I've always had a real fascination with aliens and star beings, and my dad's favorite show was, like, Stargate Atlantis growing up, which I always thought was so nerdy, but now I'm like, wow, my dad was really freaking cool for, and my, um, all of my dad's best friends called him a wizard, and I always was like, stop, what do you mean, and my, they were like, your dad's a wizard, and I was like, what does that even mean, but now I'm realizing that after my dad's past and he's been communicating with me that there was magic constantly in my life and it was encouraged throughout my life. Talk so. to talk to the listeners about <clears throat> the word magic. So I think there's a lot of like David Copperfield <laughs> yeah. in when somebody says magic. Yeah, like right yeah, away yeah. it goes to the entertainers. Sure. But talk about what it means to you. Like what is Yeah, so magic is in far as as far as David Copperfield, which First of all, I used to watch that stuff growing up and like what David Blaine and all those street performers, which I loved because it's entertaining, right? He was my favorite. I mean, <laughs> it was entertaining. But um, 
But as far, to magic to me is spiritual based. It's understanding. It's calling things in. It's manifestation. It's believing. It's cultivating your awareness and creating a life that you want. Um, I do candle magic. I do full moon ceremonies. Um, it's basically using the world around you to your advantage and using magic, and it doesn't even have to be using the term magic because sometimes you're right, that is a trigger for some people. Um, it's just using the world around you to create what you'd like and calling in, like you said, the good yeah. energies. So do you think the word out. magic got put on it a long time ago because it, people didn't understand yeah, what it really I, was at its base? Right, and I mean, that's why they burned witches at the stake, you right. know? They, they didn't understand. They didn't understand, but most of the time, the witches in ancient times were the healers, were the medicine women, were the ones that people went to when they needed guidance. Right. And now, or they did have a bad rap, and now it's becoming more... Kind of went from witch to doctor. Yeah, to witch to doctor. And now it's becoming more normal to kind of embrace your holistic yeah. path, which is great. But you also have to be wary of the more that you think you know, the less that you actually know. Because in the business of energy healing, sometimes people get a little pretentious. Um, it's a craft, and you have to respect the medicine. And if you don't, then should you really be going to that practitioner? I don't know. So your little girl, looking back now, you understand that you were around it more and things more make sense now looking back. When and what age maybe, as a little girl, did you really recognize it? You like were aware, hey, I'm an empath, or hey... I have a calling for this. Yeah, or... I think when it happened, it started happening more and more whenever I would be able to see someone and I would be able to tell my mom and my dad what they were feeling or what they were thinking or where they were hurting or um, also things like things are missing and I'd know where to find them or... Little things like that. Um, probably I would say 15, 16 maybe when I started dabbling in it a little bit deeper. When you started and, to realize it was something? Yeah, and started like reading and hoping that I would get my letter to Hogwarts, you know, like that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Your letter to Hogwarts? Um, it never happened. But um, but yeah, so kind of, kind of around that time. Um, and then after I lost my dad... That's really when it kind of set things into um, an upward spiral for me into my spirituality because that was, for the first time in my life, I really questioned everything. I questioned why we were here, why would they take my dad, why, you know, what's, what's, what, what, is this all, what is this all for? What's the bigger picture? And, um, yeah, and then... I got into reading and all, discovering different parts of me and then opening myself up to the visions and the visuals and all that. Was your father young when he? Yeah, he was 50. Um, he, so he died very suddenly of a brain aneurysm that ruptured. Um, and I remember very vividly being in um, the doctor or the, the office because he was on life support, and it was the day before my birthday, June 29th, whenever he had his stroke. 
and he was on life support for about a week. And uh, I remember being in the room whenever they were talking about taking him off because if he would have woken up, he would have been a quadriplegic. His brain aneurysm was right in the middle of his forehead. And I remember that not being anything of significance at the time. And I just remember it being really hard on my entire family and not really being able to say goodbye to him was really rough. Um, and then whenever he started coming to me in my dreams, he told me that the reason why it was in his third eye was because, oh, it, in the middle of his forehead was because it was his third eye. And he had these visions. He had these visuals of what was happening with the world. And he never voiced them. And he was passing them on to me and my sister um, to see what we could do with it because he didn't know what to do with it whenever he was on this planet. Mm. So. Wow. Yeah, it was... At first, it was a really, (laughs) at first, it was not what I wanted to hear because one, it's like you, you wish your whole life to be, to be psychic or to have magic powers. I guess maybe not everyone. Maybe that was just me. Um, (laughs) And then, and then it happens, but you have to lose your dad to have those things. Um, So it's kind of not what I expected in the least. And so I pushed it away for a really long time. I've lost, or it was about six or six or seven years ago since I lost him. And I just started tapping into my gifts about two years ago. Um, just started opening myself up to it to be and sharing it with others. So that's good. I mean, I mean, it's, uh, it takes a high level of self-awareness one to tap into the good of what grief brings. Um, I'm, I'm the same as far as I've lost my mother and my father, Mm. my father a long time ago, in 2009 so then my mom two years ago um but i i say now and i have shared my podcast i say now that losing my mother was one of the best things for my life personally Mm. hardest things my best friend but in hindsight it showed me so much more that i wasn't doing right that i should have been totally and so for that moment i'm thankful that she did pass when she did because I was almost fearful for what I could have done if she just stayed because she was a comfort to me and mm. you know so oh my god yeah I it, resonate with that <laughs> yeah so it's it's good to hear that you have you had such strong self awareness to one be listening mm. right not a lot of people listen in grief that's why they don't hear or dream about them ever again or mm. sometimes never so that's huge um, and that's what kind of kicked you off. Yeah. This, like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. Right. Right. This is my journey. This is my this is my reason. Yeah. So that was how much after your father passed did you start actually like five speaking years to him? Five. Really? Yeah. It was a while. I was I went to I went I was younger. I mean, I'm 30 now. Um. So I was younger, still in very first quarter <laughs> of your life. Still, by the way. Um. <laughs> younger. <laughs> Um, yeah, I know. I'm like, you know what? (laughs) Yeah, not getting any younger. But anyways, um, so yeah, I was still dabbling in things that weren't serving me. And by that, I mean, partying, drugs, alcohol, all the things that are distractions. Um, so, and I realized that grief, everyone handles it differently. And part of me, and I was in college at the time, you know, so yeah, yeah. it was all like doing things to fill a void, 
and filling the space. Yeah, the time. filling the space, and so um, yeah, two years ago is when it kind of all jump started, and then since I've moved here in August, it's kind of been an exponential amount of growth. So <laughs> I love I'm, that, yeah, it's like way. a roller coaster. It's been a roller coaster ride, and it's. One of those things that when you trust the universe and you literally devote yourself to it and you say, like, I'm jumping, please someone catch me. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> they will catch tell you. Me, tell me about that transition because I've I've gone back and forth with myself. Uh, in December, I stopped consuming alcohol at all mm-hmm. um, because I just looked at it in a way it was... I don't keep alcohol at the house. I'm not one of those people. I don't go home and have a beer. But when I drink, I, I can drink. Right. Like, to get my mind off work or right. to excess or... And it's just, there was zero s- servings to me. Mm-hmm. Nothing that I could possibly think about anytime I ever was there mm-hmm. brought something to me. It's a high level of consciousness right there, really. Like nothing. Yeah. And I just had to look at myself and go, what the fuck am I doing it for? Mm-hmm. I don't do anything else here for nothing. Mm-hmm. On my work every day, I don't do anything for it's nothing. It's all a distraction. It's all it's to keep you in the matrix. And I'm not trying to get weird. I on love. You, don't but... worry. I watch Matrix <laughs> like 24 seven. Yeah, I'm like it's all to keep you stuck. It's right. to keep you from being your highest and best self. And yeah, once you realize that and become conscious of it, it's so easy to cut it out. Right. It's so easy. Yeah. So awesome, by the way. Yeah. Um, so let's let's transition to a little bit of um, so tarot reading mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And astrologers. Yeah. So it's been one of those things where I have always been. I've always looked to the stars. I've always been interested in people's birthdays. I've always wanted to know more about people's birth charts because astrology is one of those things where. It's not just your sun sign or what people attribute it as their sun sign. So I'm a Cancer, you're a Pisces, but we're more than that. I don't even tell her that, by the way. She's, <laughs> <laughs> she is powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so <laughs> intuitive. Um, but yeah, once you get your birth chart pulled, uh, you see where all the planetary alignments are and you see where, you know, the Mercury was, what sign that was in, that is how you handle communication. The sign that your Mars was in is how you handle aggression and fighting. The sign that your Venus is in is how you handle love and relationships. So you can really go deep down the rabbit hole of your birth chart. So your sun sign is just the, the placement. Interesting. Yeah, of where your sun was, and so people. So don't... tell listeners because this is this is like I think the typical person wakes up. Reads their astrology in the newspaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, I'm guilty what? of doing that too. I love that. Don't get me wrong. However, if you follow that, um, yeah, it's not going to lead you anywhere it, good. <laughs> is there some? I mean, because I'm a big believer in the mind really controls everything we do as far as when you make a choice, right? What you let yourself see, all these things. So when you, the power of reading a good message can make you believe that you're in that path. Totally. When maybe you're not even. Right. Or you can, you can relate to it because you want to be that person. Totally. I mean, you can read something even. and be like, that is totally me. And then you can read the same thing the next day and be like, what the heck? I'm not reading that ever again. <laughs> right. But then come like, back to I it. Because I went drinking last night. Now yeah, out. totally. So, so tell me about like the depth of it then. So that's the, the guy that wakes up in the morning, reads it and goes, oh, yeah. Well, those seem like you know, things that I would... 
I'm well, you know, like Cosmopolitan has really done a really great job, or any girl magazine has done a good job of cultivating a way to make it oh, more yeah. pop culture oh, yeah. and. Um, and so when people Give think of me. like astrologists as that, I kind of cringe because, yeah, it it does come off a little bit um, shallow and superficial, and most of that stuff is hogwash. But real astrologists that dedicate their lives to it, um, <clears throat> to the craft, and to understanding the the planets and the fact that you know we have been looking to the stars for guidance for however long. I mean, since we've been in existence. Um, there's so much more to it, and there is a, a real, a real connection there. You know, there's more to what, it. What is the, what is the history of astrology? I mean, it goes back, obviously, as long as we've been looking at the stars. But there, there's been cultures of people that, that literally have, lived their life by looking up to the stars yeah, and reading the messages. Totally, they, and you know, I'm not entirely sure where it actually originated because it all, it originated all over the world all at once. Right. Because um, so we share the same sky, right? Exactly. So throughout history, I mean. And one of the cultures that I am very close and hold dear to my heart is ancient Egypt. And um, the alignment of the pyramids uh, have been connected to astrology. Um, the pyramids of Giza, there's, I don't, I'm probably going to do a terrible job of explaining this, <laughs> but um, so whenever the sun rises, there is this little red dot that goes through all the pyramids and that is how the start of the new year in ancient Egypt is and that's connected to the stars and the planetary alignments. So that is how ancient Egyptian culture began and that's just something that completely fascinates me for like the longest time. And I that blows that stuff blows my mind. Yeah still, and it's I can't wrap my mind around and it's um and I've done past life regression work on myself, and I, yeah, I've lived several lifetimes in ancient Egypt, so I've also, that's another big field of study for me that I've always been fascinated by, so. That's, that's amazing. So mm -hmm. let's, we, we mentioned this quite quickly, but a fuckus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a fuckus. What is this new astrology sign, the sun sign? Like, oh, I... Like, did it get made up? Somebody was bored and they're like, let's add another one. You know, I, I'm not, I don't know anything. I'm, I'm, it shifted I'm, everybody else's. I'm choosing not to, <laughs> I'm choosing not to comment on that because I need some, I'm going to need some more information. You, I am not acknowledging that. I'm going to need some more information before we get, before we Somebody just threw that in and they're like, we'll plug another one and mess everybody up. Yeah. Because mine got shifted, I think. No, I know. Everyone's did. I mean. All right, so tell me about mine then. While we're talking about Pisces. The Pisces. So Pisces are the are, is a water sign. Yep. Um, I'm a Cancer. I'm a water sign. What that means is that you're an emotional being. You're also very imaginative, very creative. You're also very emotional. And I don't know you as a person, but the fact that you attribute yourself to, or your sister to being an empath shows that, you know, you do have a very strong connection to your emotions. Mm -hmm. um, you also probably have... Mm -hmm erratic mood swings or you are known to be a little bit of a crier i don't know what the rest of your chart looks like but um water signs are very emotional you know yeah. transformational um and they're kind of yeah they're kind of cry babies but in a good way i'm a water yeah. sign i can say that you know you're right I mean, that's <laughs> my struggle in, in business and running business has been how emotional i can be connection to my employees the people yeah um that's not a great attribute when you're running a, a business and trying to grow it because you're supposed to be disciplined 
But I'm trying to flip that upside down. I don't give a shit, really. Yeah, but whenever you focus on what your strengths are and what you can offer to the world, and you focus on that and being the best person you can be in that respect, and then hiring people or surrounding yourself with people who counterbalance yep. that, that is how you, you know, take the world by storm. Because I'm not very, I don't have a lot of fire energy in my chart or in my body. Yeah. Um, I'm very fluid. I'm very watery. And that's how I do so well with my business. I'm very intuitive. But I do need to surround myself to people that keep me grounded, that hold me accountable. That's why, I mean, all three of my ex-boyfriends were Virgos. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, you, just, you, you sound, yeah, they keep me in check. They keep me grounded. I need a, but my current mar- partner, he's a Scorpio, so. All right. Um, yeah, so I. Change I, it up. Yeah, change it up. I like the water signs, too, so. So let's talk about, um, so that's good. So you being aware of that stuff, one, let's change it up and, and see what mixes well with me, right? Mm-hmm. That's good. So let's talk about you transitioning, because I think this is, I love to give the listeners a lot of insight on, you know, we really started this thing a while back. It was trying to give a lot of our listeners and our fans, people that we even knew, an insight on the stuff that they don't see mm-hmm. in growing the business right. or your personal brand or your right. craft. The hard things that are not on the surface, we don't share on media and we don't, right. we don't say. Totally. Um, because you're in this middle of the transition, I think it's a great time Share some stuff, maybe some hardships or some of the hard things for you to transfer from saying, hey, you know, I'm going to have this job over here and support what I want to do eventually. But saying to yourself, you know what, enough's enough. I'm going all in and I'm going to be in my craft. Right. Well, 2020 is a big year for all of us. 2020 is a year of clear vision. Um, So it's an auspicious year and it's a very... So I've known that 2020 was going to be a big year for me for a really long time because I'm also really big into numerology and I look at numbers all the time. Um, so that being said, I knew that 2020 was going to be a big transformation for me. I didn't know I'd be moving to Arizona, but I knew that it would be something big. Um, I kind of got to a point where I was just really depressed and really unhappy. And I, by depressed, I mean I wasn't motivated. I wasn't being my true authentic self. I wasn't being able to, you know, really sparkle and shine in the way that I know that I can. And um, been in the service industry for seven years. And it's one of those things where, you know, you make great money really quickly. um, And it's hard to get out of it, especially whenever you've been doing it for so long. But I realized that, you know, this isn't what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, I need to really commit to myself and hold myself accountable because, you know, it's going to, it would be easy to stay in a cycle. I've moved here and it's kind of interesting because I moved here with my best friend, Taylor. Um, Stop. Yeah. But it's crazy because we're not actually friends anymore. I moved here in August with her. So just so everybody knows, because this is not visual. Um, oh, yeah. She's pointing at a framed jersey I have of Lawrence Taylor. His jersey is up in my office, and it just says Taylor on it. Yeah. And she just pointed at it and said that. So I moved here with my best friend Taylor at the um, yeah my best friend Taylor and we never we didn't know anyone from Arizona. We just moved out here like two witches on a you know on a dream and we wanted to create this life together and 
since we've been here, we've drifted so far apart. We don't even, we live in the same space, but we literally don't talk. We've literally gone on two separate paths. You're roommates. We're roommates. We haven't talked in like three months. It's so bizarre because she was my best friend. And so it's kind of one of those things where whenever I started going down the path of distancing myself from, hmm, how do I wear this in a way? I went down the path of focusing on what was for my highest and best self and as far as like wanting to create in regards to Reiki and tarot and yoga and really staying grounded in that and then realizing that things just started to fall away that weren't that were no longer serving me and that's not to say that we might not become best friends again but whenever whenever you give yourself the space to just be you and just to radiate from a space of light um, you realize that you kind of start to to rise up and people start to fall away a little bit and it's been really hard for me because she's my best friend and uh, it's been really difficult so that's one of the main challenges and I still love her well, maybe so maybe this is something that you need to be Yeah, and I think the reason why it's here is because and a, a part of me knows that she's my soul sister. Like, we were sisters in a past life. Like you want to know what crazier so thing? Much. You know when I put that up? When? Today. Shut your mouth. Swear to God. In my mother's <laughs> life. I'm going to cry. That, that was not my wall two hours ago. It's been really... Sorry. It's okay. Um, it's this been is, really... This is how it's supposed to be. <laughs> It's been um, really hard for me because she's my best friend and I love her so much. And it's been hard for me to do this without her. And I, what I pictured for our lives together here in Arizona was us to be holding hands and doing it every step of the way. And I realized that part of it is finding my strength and my voice and able to do it on my own. And she's on her path thriving in what she's doing, making an amazing life for herself, really happy with where she's at. I have to let go of my selfish thoughts of what I wanted mm. her to do. <laughs> mm. I'm glad you said it because I was going to. So, I, uh, yeah. I'm, just be your own example. You I know? know. I'm really happy for her, and um, I hope she knows that. And I feel like I need to just Give her a her fat that. fucking hug when you get home, man. There's nothing, there's nothing between us that's ever too big, right? Right. That's wild. Uh, I love that. Anyways. <laughs> well, thanks, Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> Thank you, Lawrence I mean, Taylor. I mean, literally, that. I, I, I got to tell you. I said I just put this up two hours ago, <laughs> but I'm telling you that I'm it's like been, sweating now. I'm like, what? That's wild to me. It's been in my, it's been sitting waiting to be put up for four months. That's insane. I mean, and it's crazy because I always talk to the universe before I before I do things. I use my pendulum before I like really committed to coming here or to see you. Yeah. Not, not that I didn't trust you as a human being, but well, you I don't know me. always <laughs> consult my pendulum or my you know my my intuitive self and then I always ask my guides to send me signs um that I'm going in the right direction and that and so I was wondering what the signs were going to be coming here I saw a couple numbers that meant something to me and then this obviously shows that I'm exactly where I need to be so thank you for that you're the best well thank you for trusting me to come and do it yeah um so that's that's amazing this is this I'm glad that that even came up because um, you know, I've had, I've had really no formal anything, parenting, training. I never had a conversation with my parents about, Hey, you should go to college or you can be something or mm -hmm. just my parents were really young when they had me. Uh, they were trying to figure out their lives too. My sister and I, we really have came from a really 
poor background-ish. Just without a lot of tools, right? Mm. So I look to things that I see, like I choose to see for mm. my guidance in the world, and I've done that for a long time and, mm-hmm. and protected myself by it. So it's it's nice to see. And my sister's the same way. Like mm. my mom would be, if, if I was flying to Florida, my mom would be like, well, when you get there, like, where do you, like what's the first thing you're doing? Are you going to like, where are you going to stay and how's it? I don't know. We're just going to find a place when we get there. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you're just going to find a place? You need to yeah. plan. Um, yeah. The more you kind of leave a room, the more magic yeah. happens. You know, that's what... I think we can be going this way and things like this happen. Right. You meet somebody, you see something, mm-hmm. and you know what? You're taking her right over here. Right. And it's a new, it's a new way, so... All right, let's try to get off the emotional side a little bit. I'm trying to pull you on the other, the other way. So you know, it wouldn't be a true <laughs> Bianca um, talk if I didn't cry a little bit. Right, I, perfect. Yeah. You're water. You told <laughs> you, you warned me. You warned me. Guilty as charged. Okay, so let's let's uh, talk about some of the stuff that I want. I want to let's talk about Bali because mm. you, you did your certification yeah. and your hours. What two hundred plus yeah, hours? Yeah, I did two hundred hours of yoga. Of yoga. In Indonesia? In Indonesia. Yeah, it was incredible. I was there for the entire month of October. It was one of the most amazing experiences of my life. I got there and I immediately felt like I had been there before and everyone looked very familiar to me. I had some really wild dreams. My dad was there um, to greet me, obviously not physically, but um, energetically. And the reason why I chose Bali and not somewhere in the States was because I wanted to deepen my spiritual practice. And this program that I went to, shout out to Yoga East West, um, they have gurus um, from India that have grown up in ashrams and we learned yoga philosophy. Um, Our two yoga instructors were specialized in Ayurvedic medicine. Um, And so it was more than just a yoga teacher training it was more of a holistic spiritual deepening experience and, and this was through an organization that's here in california no it's um it's who's east coast west coast yoga east west so yoga east west is the reason why they chose the name is because they have instructors from the east and the west gotcha. so the western world and the eastern world gotcha okay and so um that way you can kind of get a more worldly view of and what was important to me was understanding not just the poses and yoga but understanding the roots of it and where it came from and you know why we do what we do and deepening my spirituality and yeah I mean it was incredible I was there for a month and I did it went by so freaking fast I was like (laughs) what the heck and then I got back and I had a Bali hangover (laughs) Such a beautiful place. Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, I, I'll definitely be back. My The program, um, they're building their own facility in Bali, so I hope to be a part of that one day and help out there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the future looks bright. I'm not sure um, when, but I'll definitely be back. Okay, so you're back You're back here from that. Yes. And what are some of the steps you're taking now to really dive into your craft? Like, yeah, so, what do you want to be doing? What's on the horizon can people come see you today? Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, I right now I have the practice out of my out of my home. I'm currently in looks to find a space where I can 
um, like a little creative space. My friend Mark Allen, who um, lives in Kansas City, he's one of my biggest inspirations, and he has this beautiful space, and he rents it. And he can he, um, he invites his clients, his guests, to come into that space. But right now, I'm currently operating out of my home, so my next step is to have a, a studio or a space where I can do it out of that. Um, and then I'm also... Um, I'm hosting my first uh, Reiki Level 1 course in Scottsdale on March 8th. Let's go. So I'm teaching... Um, and Reiki? Yes. Tell Reiki oh, is. sorry. Yes, Reiki is energy healing. It's a form of energy healing. Japanese form of energy healing. It's hands-on placements. Um, I basically am a clear channel of source energy, and I help facilitate the healing Um of your body. Basically, you do it yourself. I just place my hands. I use symbols that have been gifted to me by my Reiki practitioners prior, and I help open up your chakras and realign them, help clear you of any um, energy blockages from this lifetime or past lifetimes, and it's overall just a very relaxing experience and helps heal or helps facilitate the healing of anxiety, you know, stress. And the reason why I got into it in the first place was because I needed it so badly <laughs> myself. So I did it for me first, and then I so decided to share it with others. And so I'm hosting my first, uh, I'm teaching um, with my fellow Reiki master, uh, Carolyn. She's coming um, from Kansas City to help me, and we're doing that on March 8th, so... That's the first step. Here in Phoenix. Here in uh, Scottsdale. In Scottsdale. Yeah. Awesome. So. And they can find that how or how do you get involved in that? Yeah. So my Instagram is earthoracle747 and that is where you can find, I'll have my website up soon, but as of now, my just Instagram. message you to get Yeah. Message me. Message me. Reach out to me. <laughs> I also, I'm new to the area. I need some friends. <laughs> I, I want to make some connections. I want to meet some people in the area that are like-minded so if any of this resonates please reach out i want to hear from you yeah that's awesome um so the bali trip certification there we're looking for the studio you're going to be teaching some courses Mm -hmm. um what's what's like the the master dream for you like what what do you wake up tomorrow you wake up you open your eyes and you oh this is what i've i've been waiting or seen my whole life i would love to travel the world and help people learn how to heal their bodies through all of my practices. I want to, I know this sounds cheesy, but I really want to heal the planet um, one person at a time, starting with me and then start giving you the tools to empower you to heal yourself. Basically, I don't want to have to heal everyone. I want to teach people how to heal themselves through yoga through Reiki, even through tarot, like I love it when I'm reading for someone and they ask me, they're like, what does that mean? How do I get more knowledge about it? And I said, yes, we're all waking up to it. We all want to know more. And um, so my goal is to travel the world and share that with others. And um, I want to host retreats. I also really love worshiping the moon. And by worshiping the moon, I mean just celebrating it, using it um, in my practices and my manifestation practices. So I want to start hosting big, bigger full moon circles for men and women. 
Um, my partner is currently in Florida getting his transformational breathwork certification. So we're when he gets back, we're going to start hosting um, ceremonies for men and women to help heal in that way too. So wow. that's on the horizon. So grandiosa. I mean, this is like... Yeah, I big things, big I things. I yeah, I kind of went from nothing to, I went to I got my Reiki master in San Diego in September, um, and then I went to Bali in October, and now I'm just ready to do it all. I love that. Yeah, I love the attitude. I mean, it's not. It's important for everybody to know that. <clears throat> Sometimes when your idea, you you kind of start like, this sounds kind of corny, but it's not because mm. it's only corny to the people that don't understand yeah, what the idea totally. is and that's not been gifted to them. Yeah, It's hard to tell people when you have a grandiose idea or a vision when it wasn't given to them. Totally. That, you know what? Amen. So because whenever you say it to the right people, they're like, hell yeah, I get it. And Makes then when you 100%. say it to the wrong people, actually, there's no wrong people. It's just not their path. Right. So, but you're exactly right. You're exactly right. And so I don't say it's corny anymore because <laughs> it's not corny. I know. I'm like, I'm here to save the world. That's it's what a, I'm here to do. <laughs> I mean, aren't we all? Right. Yeah. You can you can only you can only just not someday. But we only have one <laughs> planet Earth, everyone. Let's do it. Oh, I yeah. love that. So, um, I want I want to you know I want to one open open our our place up to any events you want to do wow i really want to i really want to i i want to understand more about this stuff my sister's really into this stuff and like believes and we we didn't really we were always really connected our whole lives mm. it was through our dad's death that we got closer Isn't that... we didn't really connect yeah we're just different we were <laughs> so right. different growing up mm. and by different i meant by uh the culture standard she was really like grateful dad hippie like down this road <laughs> and I was trying to do like skateboarding and stuff like punk rock seeing all that stuff and from that cultural standpoint that vision we were different mm. but when we connected over my father's death and then even way more my mom's but realized that we're exactly the same mm. we're closer than we could ever even imagine so it's it's a it, it's a crazy thing but everything I don't understand like the ocean, being around the ocean, mm. it's so massive. It doesn't make sense to me. That's why I love being there. And you're a Pisces. Because it makes me yeah. just push my thought. Totally. It's so much untracked land or area mm-hmm. that hasn't even been discovered. And that's why I think about the mind and I think about people. I think about your heads, the oceans. Like you were lost for a minute and then you're like, holy shit, uh-huh. I realized that I had this. Yeah. Now I want to take over the world. Yeah. That's why I don't think it's crazy when you say it. I yeah. think it's amazing. Mm, alignment. Because all you found was that you had, you mm. found that it's sitting right there in front mm-hmm. of you, which is amazing. So I want to uh, open the doors to if there's an event we can help host. Wow. Um, maybe when your partner gets back and you guys are going to do something. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Wow, and your space is so beautiful. And we, yeah. have, we have a big space. It's wide open. We totally. don't do anything. All that space right there, we don't do shit in. <laughs> <laughs> so. I was literally just visualizing it right there. I was like, that is, yeah, that, that looks great. Love and it. we'd love to introduce you to Lolly too. She's here at the therapist. Yeah. And it's like, she does so much. She reminds me of my sister in the way of, it's amazing. not just massage therapy. She's like, being with the person, like yeah, yeah. And changing their energy for the day. When people come out of that door, they're like, I know. You know, that, when you see somebody totally. go through the experience, mm. you know something uh, 
change physiology like the physiology of their body has changed mm, totally. not just my you were loosening my muscles you like rewire a lot yeah. in your brain you're like yeah you can really shape someone's i love it totally i love it so look i, I super appreciate you trusting mm-hmm. me to come here like a lot of times like just messaging someone online <laughs> is, is is tough because it's like yeah, okay yeah cool yeah um and podcasts is a new thing it's like some people don't even know what the fuck i'm doing uh and especially when it's like, hey, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, whatever. <laughs> it's yeah. like, where are we meeting? Should I Google this? No, question? I know I did. I Googled it. You know <laughs> I, I know, did. I know. So I appreciate you trusting of me and coming. I appreciate you opening up. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you just opening up, period, as you. Totally. This is amazing for you. I look forward to knowing you a lot longer. I, I Yeah, I feel like this um, is the start of something great, yeah. for sure. So... Last last time, your Instagram? Earth Oracle 747. Okay, and then do you have an email? You want, or yeah, you want sure. Collier.BiancaElaine at gmail.com. Spell um, it. C-O-L-L-I-E-R dot Bianca, B-I-A-N-C-A-E-L-A-I-N-E at gmail.com. My whole Perfect. name. <laughs> My the, government all, name. <laughs> all of her name. With periods. All the letters. Yeah, if you feel comfortable emailing me, Instagram me, Instagram hit me up. Instagrammer's quicker. All right, so uh, look on the horizon for Bianca because she's going to do special things. She's just getting started mm. in this path, this push. Look for amazing things out of this woman. It's very rare when you have somebody so self-aware of what they're put here for, and she's a pure example of that. So appreciate you being on. Um this won't be the last time we'll get you back on because I want to update what's going to happen, right? Yeah, I have to read your tarot too at some point. Yeah, well, we'll have to do the live video of that one, the live session. So thanks, everybody, for listening again. I always appreciate you. Love you all. Go to SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, any of your listening devices. Download, review it, leave a message. It means the world to us. It helps us understand what you want to hear. We're doing a good job, bad job, good, bad. It's all good to us because it helps us. Love y'all. Till next time.